Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news... Leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. How you been, Bob? Dude, I've been great. You've been brewing? Been, You've been been getting getting hella falled out. Love it, dude. I'm having a good time. <laughs> Nobody embraces the fall aesthetic more than Sean. No, I'd go a step further. I don't think anyone lives it. <laughs> if I could, I'd live it all year. I mean, look at him. He's rocking a hoodie under a plaid lumberjack shirt. I mean, come on. I'm so cozy. This was very funny. The other day, uh, Ryan posted that Insta- like an Instagram story of it's like, like cute morning with Sean and Yumi or something like that, right? Yeah. And you're, you're like the sun is coming in through the window, and the bedroom is like this really nice sort of soft white tone, and then you're dressed in all black with a beanie on, holding the cat. <laughs> <laughs> Well, of course. <laughs> what else just, would I be wearing? It was just a very, very funny contrast where it's like, this is what Sean wears early in the morning. Yes. Yeah. Bright, sunny like, day for do you, Sean. Do you open up the closet and it's just like eight <laughs> black hoodies. <laughs> yeah. You're like, not this one. <laughs> I like rifling through yeah. and selecting, but it's all the same. You're like, mm-hmm. uh, which me am I going to be today? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Michael Scott Podcast Company, a show for fans of The Office, by fans of The Office. I'm your host, and I am now cutting off Edwin's head with a chainsaw. <laughs> ring, ding, 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 Sean Roney. And I'm Edwin Jaynes, host of Fundle Bundle. And with us, as always, our producer in the warehouse, Mr. Alex Ward. In an office, when you are ranking people, manager is higher than captain. On a boat, <laughs> who knows? It's nebulous. <laughs> 
every week we get together and talk about our favorite show, NBC's The Office. This week we are doing the cringiest moments on The Office. We're going to do a, a draft of cringe moments. Uh, after that, we'll head to the conference room. We'll have some tapas Swissmas um, and uh, and some other fun things to talk about. And, and time permitting, uh, we may get to some trivia at the end uh, sent in by a listener. Uh, before we get going, a little housekeeping, Alex? More like a little boat keeping because your boy <laughs> ah. just got off a boat. Uh traveled around the world just to tell you that you should sign up for our Patreon at patreon.com <laughs> slash Michael Scott. Five dollars a month gets you all kinds of access to our wonderful vault of exclusive monthly mailbag episodes, which sometimes last hours. Hours. Of us just answering every question that we that our tots ask us a month but you it's can been, become a tot it's been really fun it's, it's been, been yeah, hundreds it's been of questions by now so. thousands of uh, questions huge backlog of uh of discussion on there go check office it out. related and not a little bit everything in between plus some bonus stuff anyway you've heard me do this spiel before uh we can get on with it let's get on with it uh today's topic as i said Wait, do you want to do some catch-up at the top i or? was gonna say yeah the, we were the main little the next main thing is Alex's uh, we worldwide boat hang. trip. That's yeah. right. Yes. Welcome back, Alex. Thanks. Thank you. We, <laughs> we, God, I posted nice it on it. on our Instagram story last week that we would be taking uh, a week that we wouldn't be posting a new episode because Alex was on his boat trip. So, Alex, please give us a recap of your grand tour. Well, yeah, we, we were going to try and do an episode while I was on the boat, uh, like we did with Edwin when he was on a cruise. But... Mm-hmm. Uh, Wi-Fi was just just not not there. The reliability was not there to make mm. it happen, uh, nor was the schedule. But anyway, I'd never been on a cruise before. This was my first one. It was, in a word, sublime. Uh, <laughs> I was I was told I went through Silver Sea, so my my wife's parents got all this kinds of credit from like a timeshare they had and all sorts of stuff. So they ended up, we ended up being able to do this like luxury cruise uh, that I don't think normally. I'd ever get to do. And everyone on the cruise was like, well, you've been ruined for life. Like this cruise is not a normal cruise. Like you're not, this is how cruises usually are. I mean, Mm -hmm. I, Sean, I thought of you hundreds of times throughout this cruise, how much (laughs) just in your element you'd be, man. Um, Uh. Everything was, it's, I mean, all inclusive, of course, but the service that the food was unbelievable like really 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 nice um i just i just want to say i just saw triangle of sadness (laughs) oh yeah has anyone else seen this i know i'm seeing that tomorrow i think with with it and wow you're gonna have such a special appreciation for it i (laughs) I can't wait uh anyway this we that sounds amazing it was it was unbelievable like it the the there's butlers like every room has a butler uh, it's not just for your room. My it's goodness. for like a block of rooms, but it's just like 24 hours a day. Like whatever you need. You want a pizza was, at like 3 a.m. It's going to happen. Uh, ours was named Ramel. Ramel. Oh, wow. Uh, that is a good name. Ramel. He was great. Was he from the Philippines? <laughs> uh, he might have. There was a lot of people from the Philippines like working yeah. out for yeah. sure. Mm. Um, and then Gede was our like our housekeeper. Anyway. Uh, there's like a there was this guy Jonathan who was like the activities host and his job was basically like 
his bio, he was like had a musical theater degree, but his job was just to be charming and drink with people and sing songs and like host <laughs> events on the boat. And then we had a, it was an expedition boat. So we had like uh, a bunch of different types of scientists who would lead excursions onto land. So like we'd That's like cool. throw an anchor down and take these little boats out and do like birding trips or hiking trips or all these stuff around town. Um, but then you get back and you're like, yeah, I'll have a little nap and then we'll go get a nice little three course meal. And you go to meals and it's just like, yeah, do you want five appetizers? Hey, order them all. Go ahead. Uh, it was really cool. And we got to have a little anniversary dinner at this like fancy French restaurant on the boat. And um, one really super rough day at sea, like everybody oh. was pu- Everybody. I saw that. Oh, I wow. saw that, that video was well, incredible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was like the boat was just like, like it was doing so much huge waves. Down. Yeah. Yeah. And that was wild. It, I loved it. Cause like, I don't know if I must've been like a sailor in a past life. Cause I, I don't get, I don't get any <laughs> motions like motion sickness or anything. So I was just like walking around like, 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 bobbing up and down staring into the mist as it rained on my face no one was over up or around on the boat and i was just like oh, walking man. around all day uh got a massage it's pretty nice anyway it was a great that sounds trip. nice man it was the best i, I should That's clarify wonderful. the reason that i asked if that guy was from the philippines is that my my extended family also likes to go on cruises so we've mm. been on a few and uh, it's just very common that a lot of the staff members are are uh, are from the philippines mm. um yeah. You know, it sounds like the structure of the cruise is pretty similar to some of the ones that I've been on, but I have a feeling yours was much more upspec. We certainly didn't have scientists. You had guys mm. trying to get you to go on a jet ski. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This was like, like really luxury, and everything is like yeah. tablecloth, white glove. Everyone on the boat like gets to know your name and like greets you everywhere. And there was like super rich people on the cruise. It was kind of crazy. I was definitely out of my element, but it was also kind of fun cosplaying as like a really rich cruise person for a while how did you know they were really rich were they trading around burlap sacks with dollar bills on them <laughs> yeah, they were wearing they monocles a lot of monocles yeah. <laughs> uh tailcoats you know yes. all sorts of stuff <laughs> yeah yeah just like the monopoly man yeah, yeah. but the like the, the well pool, i never yeah the, the pool would slosh around with the boat which was kind of funny so you get in mm-hmm. the pool and you just get kind of thrown around it's kind of fun <laughs> it's fun it was yeah it was just kind of weird and then but we had daily like trivia uh family trivia where all these people would do stuff we had a name office trivia (laughs) just office trivia i crushed it (laughs) Uh, night after night there's like name that tune challenges but uh it's great yeah we went we started in brazil and rio de janeiro went down to buenos aires with a stop in uruguay uh Hmm. ever been to montevideo that's a cool that's a cool city uruguay is a cool, cool country that's what i learned i've never been to south america i would really like to go yeah we should uh we should go guys <laughs> the i know we have us. listeners there gonna... <laughs> we've had people send messages from there which is really nice check us out in uruguay for some uh bar <laughs> trivia uh coming up in the uh absolutely near future. only last thing is and I, I posted this in the discord discord but do you guys know who like uh Hasbala is of yes. course. The little, yeah. <laughs> so in Buenos Aires, uh, the cruise, like you, you finish there and then the cruise puts you up in a really nice hotel in Buenos Aires. And on the last day, 
I was going down to the hotel lobby to get a uh, fork for like a takeout meal that we had. And Mm -hmm. I opened my hotel room door at the exact (laughs) same time that that guy did across the hallway from me. It was one of the most shocking things that's ever happened to me. (laughs) That little... Hezbollah. That little guy. He's like 20 years right. old, but he looks like a yeah, fighter. For, for like, anyone yeah, who doesn't a... know, Hezbollah is a, I, I think he's a Russian uh, TikTok celebrity. Huge um, celebrity now. And he does like UFC promotions mm-hmm. and F1 he, he, stuff. He's like 19 or 20 years old, but he, he, he does look like a little kid. And he, yeah, he's like involved. It's like a like, disease. It's like a right, right, right. condition. Disease. Yeah. Condition. But, but, but. Uh, that's great. That's wild. Dude, I was that's just like, amazing. did you tell him how much the you world, love his you're work? Just like, you're like, <laughs> open the exact same time he opened his door. Did you talk to him? No, no. He had like his whole handler team with him. So it was like mm. three guys and him. An entourage. Yeah. But we, we like left <laughs> our rooms at the same time. And then I, yeah, took you the, can't... I took the elevator down with them to the lobby. So I was in the oh small God. elevator with him and these three guys. And then like open up and we go to the lobby and it's just like everyone's like buzzing you know taking pictures of him and then he <laughs> him and his crew got in these like crazy nice cars and just like just like took off into buenos aires um, he got back on the cruise ship when you got off the entire boat was <laughs> just for amazing. him in the crew and then i was, I was like, gonna say you can't you can't pretend that you weren't leaving your hotel all of a sudden you can't be like oh i forgot something and then go back and close the door you have to keep going it's like when you like double take or you want to be like whoa but you also want to just be like i'm just gonna pretend this is totally normal it's like when you say goodbye to someone and you both have to continue walking in the same direction yeah 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 it was just bizarre (laughs) it was the weirdest ending note to a trip Mm -hmm. like (laughs) and then i saw this guy that i see on instagram all the time that is wild man (laughs) that is wild it's kind of funny what fun dude what fun! that's great man it was great (laughs) It was great. Met met a lot of old dudes, old guy friends along the way. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, just dudes on cruises, just nothing left to lose, baby. <laughs> I I am excited for you to watch uh, Triangle of Sadness. We'll we'll definitely have to to grab a beard, and uh, I want to hear more about the trip. But uh, yeah, it's better with pictures awesome, for sure. But anyway, mm-hmm. thanks for indulging me. <laughs> thanks for indulging us. Yes, you bet. You yeah. Bet. Okay, fellas. Yeah. Today's topic is cringe moments. We'll be drafting them, of course. Edwin, how do you define the cringe moment? I think the cringe moments are some of the most signature moments from The Office. It's one of the things that sets it apart um, within other sitcoms. It's how much it embraces these really, truly uncomfortable moments born out of real life, especially um, with Michael Scott as the catalyst. I think... As far as our draft goes, we're just going to draft the moments that maybe make us cringe or the moments that are objectively the <laughs> provide the greatest sense of yeah. cringe on the office. Yeah. Um, I think one ground rule that we wanted to set for ourselves is that we'll have five picks like we do in any other draft episode, but we're going to make sure that one of these picks does not involve Michael. Yeah, we wanted to add a little, just something to, to zhuzh it up, you know, because <laughs> you start going through and you're like, it's it's heavily michael moments yeah yeah, i mean he is the he is the the cringe engine for sure and uh but there's also plenty of like you said there's plenty of stuff on this that isn't doesn't involve michael and so we wanted to give ourselves that extra added challenge so each of us has to have at least one pick that doesn't involve michael which is a game within a game because there's a few i'd say high level picks 
uh, yeah. within that category. Uh, when do you pick that? I don't know. Um, we're going to do a serpentine draft. This way, this way, this way. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we look for him. Um, uh, uh, Sean, are you going to keep track of our picks? Yes, Bless that's you. right. I'll be keeping track of our picks. Bless you. And can we determine the order of the draft with some sort of rock, paper, scissors game over Zoom? <laughs> yes, yeah, let's I try think it that's out. how we typically do it. So here we go. Um, uh, rock, uh, uh, winner of the rock, paper, scissors <laughs> determines the order. All right. Yes, <laughs> Boy, yes, we're rusty. Yes. All right. Rock, rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Ooh, three, scissors. three scissors. All right. Wow. Okay, here we go again. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, paper, paper. Oh, I'm Edwin. just kidding. I put mine out of sight purposely so that I could pick. <laughs> I'm going to give it to Edwin. Hey. I'm going to give it to you Edwin. You thought of doing he that, che- so you win. Edwin cheated, uh, which mm-hmm. is totally within the rules of That's rock, not paper, true. Scissors. I just won unfairly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Edwin, what will it be? All right, the order of today's draft will be Alex goes first, Sean goes second, I'll go third. Excellent. Uh, <sighs> I, <laughs> I wanted any pick but first. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. I think, Ed, I think Alex complains about being in the middle sometimes, too, oh, so I, I don't know. I've <laughs> complained about any spot you give me. <laughs> uh, I'm sure I would. No, no, third, third is the best pick in this draft. There's, there's no doubt. Cause, cause, look, like, I'll say it. There's an elephant in the room. There's a, there's probably a consensus pick that the office universe would agree on. But I don't think it's the cringiest moment. And I'm going to take all mm. the flack, right? And then Edwin well, will scoop it as a value pick. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> do we do um, we want to set any parameters on a moment scene? Uh, I think. It, you, it, oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, you can't take a whole episode. That like there are certain episodes that you have to pick a specific moment from that episode. I would definitely say that. Yes, I would agree with that. I think I think you can you can delineate like a particular sort of scene or, or it could be a whole scene. Yeah, but maybe not an entire episode. I agree. Okay. All right. Well, uh, you know what? I'm. I've overthought these drafts in the past, and I've I've just let picks go off. I've just overthought it. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna. You take, can't choose money. I'm I'm not <laughs> taking money, but I am gonna take Scott's tots. I'm going to take the moment at mm. which the office, uh, in many people's uh, uh, summations, uh, you know, and including mine, it is an extremely cringy moment. Not just the whole episode. But I mean specifically the moment where he lets them know that the batteries are lithium. <laughs> just shortly before that, that scene where he uh, reveals the truth of who Michael Scott really is, uh, <laughs> which leads me to my point: I will not be paying for any of your. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It is. I... It is a. A tour de force in a set spike of cringe when you just you know it's coming the whole time I, and this is it, it, the way it's the way it's presented with the dance beforehand is what makes it's what gives it the power because Michael's <laughs> face when they're doing the dance for him Steve Carell does such a good job of mixing genuine excitement at what he's seeing in front of him <laughs> but deep in the back he knows what he's about to do but he still can't help but just be so impressed at getting this thing that 
Is there anything Michael Scott has ever wanted more than a group of people breakdancing and doing a celebrating him? him. <laughs> yes. And mm-hmm. loving who he is. Absol- absolutely. And he's not. like, I mean, he spent his whole life and he finally got what he wanted. And then he has to shoot it in the head right after. And he knows he has to. <laughs> Everyone in the office calls him Michael, often with like derision or disdain or Dwight yelling it to tell on somebody. Yes. Michael. Think of all the times we hear that from Pam or, or anyone else in the or Angela or anyone else in the office. And this group of people, they call him Mr. Scott with admiration oh. <laughs> and appreciation. And the teacher <laughs> before he, is like, yeah. Mr. Scott, you're a very busy man with a very changing, fluctuating schedule. Or he says something. <laughs> 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 about how much That's his it. schedule changes. Right. And you're like, oh, Michael's been, been putting this, this, this off for yeah. months and months and months. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, this is a great first pick yeah. uh, for this episode. It this is the is, first pick. Yeah. It has this to be. Is, this should absolutely be the first pick. It is It is like the defining cringe moment of the show for a lot of people. And, a consensus, uh, and like, I- skippable episode. It's so cringy. Yeah, and I mean you've you've picked you know the climax of it all, but it's like this episode in general, just I, the suspense of this moment that you know it's coming is it, it does it makes you physically Palpable. cringe. Palpable. It's so good. Well, and we also get the heartfelt story where where Michael breaks down while he's listening to it, <laughs> yes. and you get the bell ringing, which seems like it might be. Does that this, mean we should this, go? <laughs> yeah, no, we have. A, we're, we're fine. Yeah. <laughs> That's. I love that he's like he's looking for any way out. Yeah, and oh. <laughs> he gets one actual laugh before he reveals this terrible thing that he's done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I won't be paying for your tuition. And he gets a real laugh, and then it leads him right into his bigger point, which is that he can't pay for anyone's tuition. Oh. And mm. yeah, it's and it starts it starts even way before that with just Stanley's reaction. Has it been ten <laughs> years? <laughs> uh, and you know at that moment how it's gonna end. You've been me called. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. All right. Fantastic first pick, Alex. Fantastic first pick. First um, pick goes to Alex. Congratulations, Alex. <laughs> uh Alex, I'm gonna I'm gonna start writing these down. Um, but my my first pick, uh, since we have uh, decided that we must have a non Michael moment included in our draft, yep. uh, I want to make sure that I get a good one out early, and that is Toby touches Pam's knee ah. in the lobby it from uh, is... from night out. Yes, believe, yeah, yeah. This one is, uh, it's such a, I mean, it's a very awkward moment. It's, it's, I don't even like talking about it now. (laughs) (laughs) It's made so much worse by the silence that follows and Toby's flight from the scene. Like a prisoner. I'm moving to Costa Rica. (laughs) I am going to hop the fence and jog home. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, he really, it, yeah, he really just at, hit hits the eject lever like no one else has in that moment. <laughs> and the physical closeness that everyone's sitting there with, too. Like, Jim is right on the other side of Pam. They're all sitting very close together. It's, it's especially cringy because I think before this moment happens, Toby's very endearing. 
Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, they really wreck Toby after this. <laughs> they, yeah. they, they really drag him, and I think, they, and they did it for fun, and I'm fine, and it's, and it's very funny. But this is the moment where you're just like, oh no, man, no, stop. <laughs> That's yeah. His, so, his goodwill and, in the office evaporates in that moment. Yeah, you know, and yes. then. A few seasons later, he's smile for men's prostates. You know, he's really doing weird stuff. <laughs> there, it rem- you know, it's funny. There's like a, there's a similar sort of scene. It's not to the same extent, but when they're guessing celebrity, they're talking about celebrity crushes, and Toby guesses Pam's. I think he says Johnny Depp, and then um, he says, "Oh, I was having a separate conversation with Kevin," and Kevin bails him out. Ah, uh, yes. Mm. There, uh, there's no one to bail them out. No, when they're all locked in the same <laughs> nah. room together. That's the other thing is that they're all contained. They can't get out. Like, that's such a big element of it. It's, it's like it's it happens. We as the audience witness it, but then like immediate, and it's like obviously Pam notices, and then it's like immediately like everyone else notices, and you're just like, oh, oh my god, <laughs> like this is yeah, this is spiraling. This is. And and it comes it comes after a laugh, does it not? I think everyone's kind mm-hmm. of everyone's kind of yeah, accepted, they all laugh together. They've accepted their f- joke. they've I accepted their yeah. fate, and they're all like sitting there, and then it's just oh gosh, mm. <laughs> oh dear, Toby, don't do it. Okay, that is my first pick, Edwin. All right, so for my first pick, I'm going to take dinner party. I think that's the other one that another big moment that's on the table. Um, specifically, there are a few moments to choose from, so I'm trying to think of exactly which one I want. I will take the moment at dinner when when Michael says, "I'm in hell, I'm in hell." <laughs> and then just like the whole Wait. I mean it's it's very hard to separate some of these scenes, and I know we can't take a full episode, but I'm thinking specifically of 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 that moment. You mean when when Jan's like ah, I'm the devil? Yes, exactly. She's sitting yeah. it. So so that's like bo- yeah before dinner. Okay, gotcha. Mm. Yeah, I mean they all string together. Like it's 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 kind of hard to separate them out sure. in this particular episode. But with Michael gives Pam his coat, and then they they just they keep it, it spirals from there. I think. The glass was always covered in smudges. Oh. And, and I moved in and I cleaned it. So I guess that makes me the devil. <laughs> you are. She is. She is the devil. I'm in hell. <laughs> I mean, is it is it that it's like this moment is even cringier than what comes later? I won't, in case someone's going to take it, you know, what comes later. Yeah, because, spoiler alert! They're still, they're still. <laughs> Go ahead. They're still like holding on to the charade, e- even though it's it's just it's bubbling, it's mm-hmm. boiling below the surface. Yeah, and I mean it's and it's called out like <laughs> this is. I mean, Jim says uh, Michael and Jan seem to be playing their own separate game called "Let's see how un- uncomfortable we could make our guests," <laughs> and they're both winning. Yeah. Like it's have he calls it out directly. Have you guys seen um Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? Or I guess it's a book. Maybe it's a book. I haven't. But it's also <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I'm I'm very familiar. Yeah. Uh I mean this is it. <laughs> that's a whole movie of just like a cringe worthy dinner party. And mm-hmm. um 
yeah, I, I, I they did such a good job with this episode. It's it is physically difficult to watch. Uh, I'll say too, and that's that specific scene. I mean, it, it the crescendo of the cringiness. I think within within the episode dinner party. I think you you identified it right, Edmund, because right before, like in that same scene, right before that is about the. The sliding glass door story, which is just mm-hmm. the all time just cutting Michael down in front of everyone of just making me like, oh, yeah, Michael went through. We thought he heard an ice cream truck and ran through a sliding glass mm-hmm. door and then followed like by story, babe, <laughs> and followed by, you know, when Michael's like, I'm in hell, I'm in hell. Uh, Pam, is there warm wine in the kitchen? Pam tries to get out of there and Jan does the thing. She's like, I'll get it. Actually, it's OK. Girls trip. Let's go and gets them all. And it Mm-mm. like. Go. It is so. Everyone's trying to get away from each other, and no one can do it successfully. Uh, and again, again, physically, everyone's very close and on top of each other, and everyone is just trying to act like this is fine, and everyone's on That's fire. Not entirely true. Dwight's babysitter eventually just says, "I'm going to go." <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> That's true. But I mean, and I, I may, maybe this encroaches into other scenes. So if it does, I apologize. But Jim tries to get out with his flooded apartment. Yeah. Even when Pam gets away for a second and eats a granola bar, mm-hmm. are you eating? Like there's yeah. there's no escape. Pam thinks she might be poisoned. Jan checks on the dinner. Not even close. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of the one night, one night they were had a special. It was also Buko on the boat. You bet I got it. You bet I got it. Yeah, you know, on, on Spanish cruise liners, they don't eat their Asabuco <laughs> till well after midnight. Yeah. <laughs> Well, what about your second pick there, Edwin? Okay. For the second pick, I'm going to take... I'm going to take the kiss from Gay Witch Hunt. Oh, great one. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Good yeah. one. Yep. Yeah. It's We're going pretty... Op- maybe um, not obvious, but some of the bigger, heavier hitters, the more obvious yeah. moments, I think... In, I, I feel like in some of the past drafts we've gone super niche, or maybe I've gone super niche. Um, you don't with all say. Of my picks, but the kid with the yeah. textbook, <laughs> first pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. And the minor characters, the micro draft. characters yeah. draft. Yeah. How small can I go? He doesn't even have a line. I know. Yeah. Unbelievable. He just has a book. Um, <laughs> but the gay witch hunt kiss, I, I think, just stands alone as you know, it's. Like the way that um, it's it's so Oscar shows this yeah Oscar shows this anger and really lashes out at Michael and Michael gets really upset but then Oscar we see moments like this for Michael but Oscar immediately closes sticks out his hand closes the door says no 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 it's okay it's okay we should Michael is tearful apology. And then the worst kiss on maybe in recorded history. Worst TV <laughs> kiss ever, for sure. Uh, I did uh, it. Uh, <laughs> I did it. I'm here. We're all still We're here. all still here. Again, I mean, you know, a moment like this in particular, like this type of cringe moment is that it's so public also. Yeah, the whole yeah. – Office is in the room, trapped. <laughs> the one exit is blocked. <laughs> There's a recurring theme for a lot yes. of these moments. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think C- I captives. Think that's a lot of captives. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, and then I think 
one thing that happens that is that really undercuts some of these moments uh, in in a funny and um, helpful way is when Dwight gets up and tries to kiss Oscar as well. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Something yeah. like really it like relieves the te- yeah. come on Dwight like it just that, relieves the tension a little bit. <laughs> absolutely, it really and, and you know that was not originally that was that was improvised right or not right that was Steve Carell yeah. that kind of just happened. There's another moment like that, but I won't mention it now, sure. just in case. Of course. Um, but yes, I think that's one of the signature cringe episode, uh, moments on The Office, and that'll be my second pick, first pick of the second round. Very uh, good. It is Very on to Sean. All right, my second pick. Now uh, that I've gotten my non-Michael pick out of the way, uh, <laughs> the floodgates will open. Uh, this uh, My next pick is going to be... Uh, That's good. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> uh, my next pick is going to be Diversity Day. Try my cookie. Uh, Try that my was, cookie, that was, cookie. I was getting that on my next. That is within my next two picks. One of the. I mean, that is. I mean, to me, that's like the OG cringe moment of the mm-hmm. office. Yes, that is, is like the first time you're just like, oh my god, oh my god. Like once again. You got the whole office sitting there. They're all still like afraid, intimidated by Michael. No one, you know, it's not like in later seasons when they're like happy to speak up. And I mean, thank God she slaps him in the face. <laughs> like that would be so much more of a awkward moment if she didn't get that yeah. little bit of revenge on him um, for that. Uh, but um, man, that's a that is a cringe worthy moment. That that moment is like when someone's just like putting their finger in your chest and they just keep going. Like it's just really physically uncomfortable to watch, mm-hmm. right? And how the way Michael's leaning over and it's season one Michael who's just just much more disgusting <laughs> yeah. overall well, um, and, and it's aggressive. Like- really aggressive and it's like the whole episode too like i mean he's just being so like so ignorant so racist and the entire episode you know he's just pushing it further and further and further Mm -hmm. and then to like finally watch him like direct it at somebody and you know, put them in front of everybody else. You just, I mean, it is like, it's kind of, it's so similar to the, to the gay witch hunt moment. Um, but so much darker, I would say it is, it is. It, and violent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> totally. It has that season one lens on it. It just looks, it just feels worse because they wanted it to. The earlier seasons of the office have that dynamic where Michael is forcing everyone to do this or everyone is, like doing this thing because their boss has told them to do it. Another thing where everyone is captive in that yeah. room. <laughs> this is not like a this is not a cringe worthy moment, for example, but um it's it's like when Pam has to watch the highlights of Diversity Day or Oscar talks about being at the kids' birthday party and the kids really enjoying it and that kind of thing. Like he's he, there's an element to that that I think is a lot more relaxed in later seasons. Um I think too with this particular moment most of the time when you hear things like The Office wouldn't work today or they can never make a show like The Office today, I think that's a little bit of an overstatement. Um, 
or a lot of an overstatement in a lot of ways. But I think this is the moment where you could point to and be like, they would never write something like this today. I mean, it, it didn't even work for later seasons of The Office. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like it doesn't even work a year later. You know, yeah. it's yeah. so it. But I agree. Absolutely. This is definitely mm-hmm. one of the moments that they're thinking of. Um, and for that, that might be reason. a discussion for another day is how would they make The Office today? Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, well, first day, we'll move on. That is my second pick. Alex, you get a second and third pick. Second and third pick. Second pick, uh, I'm going to season three. I'm going to the merger, and I'm going them trying to get Tony up on the platform. Yeah, Uh, yeah, that's a great um, great pick. Nothing about this feels good. I don't even like making the pick because I have to talk about it. Uh, well, I mean, it's just uh, one, two, three, right in a row. We all went for these moments where Michael is putting marginalized people on the spot, right? Mm-hmm. So, someone who's gay, someone, a person of color, someone who's obese. Like, the, I mean, yeah, these are some of the ugliest, cringiest moments in the show. Yeah. And and this one has a physical element to it where you you watch it unfold and it's just like it it also I'm uncomfortable now I, I know <laughs> yeah I know because <laughs> just thinking about even, it yeah. even <laughs> even uh, even unlike those other two moments in a way this one explicitly has Tony just being like I don't want to do that before it yeah happens. I don't want to do this like he yeah. explicitly is like no and then is pretty much forced to um. Mm-hmm. And it is it uh, again unfolds very slowly. It is something where Michael is trying to. I guess this is he's trying to unify the the, the branches. Um, I, he's trying to be helpful, but everything. I mean, even in the moment, like Michael's saying bad but really funny things like i'm under this hawk here i don't know what i'm grabbing here (laughs) and they're all trying to get it uh, yeah and then it's like like tony's saying let me go put me down yelling i've had enough put me down right now and it just hits this moment where it's like whoa michael has to like everybody is no one's feeling good and again i hate i don't like how we feel now saying Mm. it but man that is tough to watch that scene and yet, at the end of it all, it's Michael's feelings who are hurt because he Tony somehow said that he, he somehow that gets to be Lazy Scranton was funny. Mm-hmm. Gosh, no, it was supposed no. to be funny. <laughs> you could just like, was it Toby? No, Toby has been very kind, very helpful. <laughs> <laughs> That's the last thing you want to right. say, to Michael. <laughs> you know, who the, the first person to apologize in that scene is Tony. He's the first person who says, I'm sorry. And then Mike, <laughs> not going to work for me. I just have to go. Uh, uh, you know, he quits right there on the spot. Mm-hmm. Um, and Michael, don't try to apologize to me, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, geez. Oh, geez. I, uh, anyway, that's, let's move on. That's, that's a great second pick. You, you mentioned that you thought, Oh, well, I'll take this, and then I'll, Edwin will get a value pick later on. I think you got a great value pick right there. I think there. I do. I, I'm pretty happy. Oh, that was on my list. That was on my mm-hmm. list. I'm pretty happy yeah. that was there. Uh, I'm going to go – I'm going to get my non-Michael Scott pick out okay. of this way next. I'm going, I'm going Kevin's chili drop. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 
Hold on. This is a cringe moment. <laughs> I love it. You okay, don't think yes. so? We're gonna get it. Uh, we're getting there now. I uh, I absolutely think it's hundred percent a cringe is, moment. This is very difficult. This is Bugs Bunny shit. This is very difficult for a lot of people to watch, man. It's it is it is a tragedy. It's it's I, tragic what, what happens. It's well, probably the thing it's I a do horrible best. Waste of food. <laughs> <laughs> but so is someone getting a pie in the face. Also, this like like this moment was fought over in the writer's room by the we know this of like this is too much like this was where they Wait, thought remind they were, me remind me this is this is where they thought they went too far and mindy mindy kaling fought like tooth and nail to have this kept in the episode and it was like <laughs> the producers and, and the network was like guys like like we we like the show like we like this type of comedy we love it but this is this is going a little too far like you're literally having kevin who's this bumbling guy just falling in his own slop over and over. Like it's really rough. It's really rough to watch. Yeah. It's pretty rough. Like, I can't believe you don't I'm think so- this is a cringe moment, Sean. I, huh? I mean, it's, it, you know, it's age. This would never have shown up on my radar. As- hey, meanwhile, this thing. is aged I- as a pure comedy moment. So I, I, I hear you, but in the moment, I get yeah okay, I'm Sorry, trying to remember. I think th- no, this is one of the like nice things about doing this draft is that I think moments that I, we've gone with very I think moments that a lot of people can agree on. And I, I would have thought that this is one that people would agree on as well. But I think that's one of the interesting things about doing this kind of exercise is that <laughs> there might be moments that we or one of us or two of us cringe at that the other does not, and that's a fun thing to talk about. So I, I'm yes. glad I'm glad to some extent that we yes, yes. and and to me it's like that, so. A lot of these other cringy moments, you're not really laughing. You're kind of, you're kind of doing that during it. This one, I think people do laugh, but it's, it's like I say, it's, there's a tragedy to this scene. That's just like, Oh no. Oh, like it's cringy in a kind of a different way. I get it. I I, I get it. I do. I also agree that there is like a silliness to this moment that is so over the top. For example, you you said, so is a pie in the face. Let's not forget Kevin gets a pie in the face and work bus because he's, yes yeah he's Kevin, do you want me to put it. your yeah <laughs> you stupid do do head yeah and he gets the pie in the face he can do math with pies like it's it's very kevin it's very silly yeah. over the top ridiculous so um it's funny that you mentioned that and there's literally a pie in the face moment later yeah, in the yeah, show that's right. so i understand that but the, when you don't when you have the talking head of like him being i'm serious about this stuff yeah, and it's the thing. Yeah. I, the line. It's, it's probably the thing it, I do. Feel thing. bad it's, for him. It's as he's saying the thing I do best. It's it's as he's as he's rolling around in the mud. It's just it's just so, so hard. Is, I'll say too. This is the first cringe moment of our draft that seems to happen like alone. One person alone. Ah, yes. uh, it's yeah. not a room full of people. I guess except for the camera crew that is just filming him. Not helping. <laughs> not helping. <laughs> and he's he's scooping it with the folder and he falls in it there again. There are papers that get in and it. Again, yeah. I'm gonna Sorry, I'm gonna get this wrong. Is there a subreddit that's like where's the cameraman? <laughs> like it's like No, oh, there are so there are subreddits yeah. like yeah. that. There's one called uh, don't help just film. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's yeah, exactly. And and and, and again, I, this this is out of all the out of all these moments I'm I'm thinking we're gonna draft. This is definitely one where it's like, yeah, that's it's really funny, but it's also very cringy. And 
uh, it's almost this is the office at its best. This is they've married laugh out loud with that cringe. And uh, I, I, I do consider it quite cringy. You say when we say that he's alone in this moment or that he can't get out, but mm-hmm. or that maybe the difference is that Michael isn't pinning him in. But at the same time, he's got to clean it up. It's not like he can just run away from it. Oh, God. That's the thing. Oh, wow. So, yes. yeah. W- one other element to this is that we have to draft a non-Michael moment. And for me, in my list of non-Michael involved moments, I was like, this that one's near the top. So Great. I don't think if we had that in there, I don't know if I would have taken this. Hmm. Uh, I guess I I'm glad we I'm glad we end, had that distinction. But, uh, I, I could have taken it at the end, but I wanted it now, and I have it. <laughs> so your pick, excellent, dude. excellent third pick there, Alex. I'm gonna take for my third pick. Um, man, I actually am gonna have to scoop yet another non Michael moment. Oh. Um, because this one is ee, it and and it. It's got a different theme to it, I think, too, which is Jim picks up Pam at the dojo <sighs> and Meredith. Sees. Oh, good one! Yeah, that was gonna be my next one. Nice. I thought good pick. I had it. Good pick. <laughs> uh, you really, yeah. I rarely uh, get scooped in these drafts, but you really got me with that you one. You done got scooped. I'm sorry, buddy. Uh, I've been meatballed. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, this one is obviously it's a little different than the ones we've been talking about because it, it's it's Jim and Pam. It 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 hits at that like high school or middle school anxiety of like you know messing up things with your crush, but also mm-hmm. he you know he takes it too far. He's like picking her like her shirt comes up. It's embarrassing for her. It's embarrassing for him. You're embarrassed once again. There are witnesses. And uh, cringe. It's one of those moments where you feel like it. it early Jim and Pam is a lot less. Um, they have this younger energy to them. Like you said, I think the the analogy you made to like, you know, being in school and how you interact with your crush mm-hmm. is a good one because they're kind of out of school. They're on a field trip, so yeah. to speak. Yeah. Um, and when they're in the office together, they often have to peel it back. A lot of times with Jim, of course, because also Roy is working in the same building or whatever it is, um, or because it's a workplace, they don't want to be too obvious, et cetera. But um, that's a moment where they're kind of out of school. And Jim, like it, this season of Jim, like season one, season two, Jim is a little bit looser, I think, with these kinds of things. When we get to season three and he comes back, in the merger, he talks about like, uh, you know, he, he talks about, at least in regards to Dwight, wanting to mature a little bit or maybe move on. Um, but season two is, is different. He's got the longer hair. Um, <laughs> he's, and he just kind of loses his, he loses his composure a little bit. He kind of goes for it. And it's such an awkward moment because it's physical in a way, too. You know, like it's just mm-hmm. uh, it's so, so uncomfortable. And then some one of their coworkers turns and just watches or, or sees. And Pam... Like, put me down, put me down. And then later you have Jim trying to write that, like, I am message. It's, it's such a great moment. Oh, that's, yeah, that's right. Oh, Pam, God, if that was weird said... earlier, I'm sorry. And then oh, yeah. oh, God, yeah. you just, yeah. it's, oh, boy. It's, it's a good one. I'm sorry I stole that from you, buddy, but. It's... No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. I thought, uh, I really thought I was in the clear because you said, now that I've taken my non-Michael moment, the floodgates are open. Alex took Kevin Chili. I was like, perfect. This is lining. This is going to be a good day for I'm Dwight. Pu- <laughs> <laughs> but here we are. I'm pushing you into a corner. 
This yeah. is uh, all right. You got your third and fourth pick now, Edwin. Okay, so for the third pick, uh, now that I man, I'll, I'll I'll just leave the non-Michael one to the end, then and I'll just get yeah, a couple of heavy good, hitters. Good move. Uh, I will take uh, Michael trying to kiss Pam yeah. at the end of Diwali. Yes, yes, yes. That was that was going to be my. <laughs> I should have taken that over Kevin's chili. Damn, Damn maybe. I mean, Sheesh. I, that is just amazing. The way that he has the lay on, or he has the you know uh, maybe it's not a lay. I'm sorry. Um, he's got that like the he's wearing We're the, thing the flowers. His neck. Yeah, yeah, and he lean. It's not a lay, but he leans in and just closes his eyes. Just. <laughs> Yeah, like he's, like he's like he's throwing a blindfolded dart at a dartboard. It's just like I'm just. Mm-hmm. It's such a weird move. Oh my god! Yeah, it, and <laughs> what are you doing? What are you? I'm rejecting your kiss. <laughs> <laughs> That's a favorite Pam moment for yeah. me too. <laughs> just like I'm rejecting your kiss. Like there's yeah. no <laughs> so like. And so, and and you know I need not, a ride home. And not, <laughs> if you sit in the back, <laughs> these aren't my these aren't, these aren't my these, these are not aren't my shoes. My shoes. <laughs> I won't say other picks from I won't say other picks, but like th- the context of everything that happens in this episode, and then like just knowing the relationship between Michael and Pam, and like who they are. Th- th- I mean everything that's going on. It just it does such a good job of like that is such an earned moment like the cringe is so heavy in that moment just because you you care about both those people so much and it's just the worst possible thing he could have done even even in that moment of rejection and sadness michael takes it as an opportunity to feel sorry for himself and to consider himself present in that marriage arena yes (laughs) yes yeah he (laughs) says to pam i finally know what you've been going through so (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like the way that he just re- not rebounds but the way that he just so kind of makes about it about not not makes it about himself but uses it to feel sorry for himself a little more or try to get other people to feel sorry for I him i kind of thought something um, would happen tonight too we're so alike so alike <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then uh, asking for a ride home right after it's just it's just tough tough for michael man <laughs> poor pam i don't know why these are my shoes gets me every time it's like such an obvious thing i know it's <laughs> poof it's such a it's such a brilliant little callback to something earlier oh like, yeah it's it's great yeah <laughs> if angela had still been patrolling it yeah. would not have happened <laughs> um all right edwin what is your fourth pick uh, all right. With the fourth pick, I'm going to take Michael and Phyllis's wedding ceremony. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. So, so you can let me know how much of this is, is, sure. is or is not allowed. But the two things that I'm thinking of the most is when he pushes the dad back down in the wheelchair <laughs> and then drags the wheelchair slowly up the aisle and then forces his way not at the end of the line in terms of groomsmen. Okay, so that's... One, the other one that I would like to be included specifically is when he steps out and introduces them for the first time as a couple. Sure. And then the, <laughs> and then the, uh, <laughs> um, the efficient has to say, and do you, Robert? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or and do you, Phyllis? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Michael does all sorts of things like this throughout this episode, including, I mean, well, oh, um, yeah. 
I mean, I don't know if you're going to take it, but like the toast and other things like that. But those are the two that stand out to me the most. Yeah. yeah. Phyllis, did you break wind? Just... Yeah. Or or even when uh, they're trying to do the photos mm-hmm. and he's like, all right, everybody out. And now you, 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 and you, you, you. Like the photographer yeah. is like strategically kinda... pulling Michael out of the photos. Yeah. Gives yeah. the side glance to Michael. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I man, I love Phyllis's wedding for this um, yeah. for these moments. But, it's another brand yeah, of I had to take it's it. another brand of cringe like we we draft a lot of these ones where everyone's kind of captive and Michael's doing something to them. This is the opposite which is very public for him. Michael doing something in a setting that is uh much more rigid and organized and he does something he colors way outside the lines, you know. Th- those are like this, right. this other great Great uh, variety of cringe. Yeah, this, like he's uh, he's shattering the etiquette. Yes, of like yes. he's been invited yes. to be a participant. Scott's tots and to perform too? this particular this is role yeah. in the etiquette. Yeah. <laughs> totally fabulous. Uh, fourth pick. Okay, for my fourth pick, um, I'm gonna go with. Pregnant pause, man. I, <laughs> I, I'm surprised. I have a lot of non-Michael moments on here, Edwin. I'm sorry. I know you still hey. haven't picked yours. Um, it's okay, Sean. It's gonna be okay. I, I guess. <laughs> I'm gonna go with, um. Man, all right. I'm just uh, just for a little bit of variety. I'm gonna go with a cringe moment that's like just a part of the show that bothers me, and it just it makes me want to go Ugh, skip. Oh, and that is cafe disco. Hey, oh, also, <laughs> I like it. It's a different take on it. Like, yeah, I like it. A I like it. Take yeah. on cringe. Uh, is the little dance party? Also, this song is spectacular. Dwight by Dwight. I just like <laughs> uh, that one is one where I'm like, I can't watch. I can't watch. I can't watch. I can't watch. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mark, Sean, you ready for you ready for some disco? <laughs> yeah. I can't wait. <laughs> uh, uh, of course, I just say, you know that's 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 just me. That's just me. But mm-hmm. uh, uh, Alex, uh, fourth. <laughs> That's we it. Don't even yeah. discuss it. We I mean, what is the okay? All right, I mean, really, hold on, hold on. I mean, like, I I have been talking about my dislike for this moment since the beginning of this show, which is about <laughs> 180 episodes ago. So I just, I'll just say, like, for me, it's like it doesn't feel with it doesn't feel in character for a lot of these lines. It's I don't like it when. It's just like it's just this weird like happy ending right into the sunset ending of the episode, and it it makes me cringe. I don't think that it goes along with the Greg Daniels flower in the pavement analogy, the way that he views like the show and how it, it things should be like very negative with like kind of like a hopeful note at the end. It's just way too much. It's it's so sappy and cheesy, and I can't stand it. 
And you prefer your bouquets to have a little bit more concrete sprinkled on them. <laughs> yes, you do. That's right. Or <laughs> yes, at least you do. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's uh, that's 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 why I'm, I picked that. Thing. I'm glad you took this. I'm glad you get like a different <laughs> variation, which is nice. Yes. Yes. Uh, uh, okay, Alex. This is your fourth and final pick. Uh. For my fourth pick, you 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 touched on this. This this briefly was brought up, and I'm glad we didn't talk about it. This is from Niagara. This is a kind of a two parter, but this is Jim's oh, okay. Jim's toast, Jim's speech at the rehearsal dinner, uh, going into then Michael trying to clean up the mess in front of <laughs> Meemaw. Uh, another public forum cringe moment. Jim's doing a really, really good job, actually. This is why this one's heartbreaking, because Jim's given a very nice toast. He's he's telling the story about about getting stick shift lessons from Pam, even though he already knew it. Um, that, uh, you know, people would told me I was crazy to wait this long to, to date a girl that I worked with, um, but I knew even then I was waiting for my wife. Everyone starts to crying. So I'd like to propose a toast, raise your glasses, not Pam, for obvious reasons. I'm going to give this line to Sean. <laughs> What's obvious? Why can't Pam drink? <laughs> Mima's voice. What's wrong? Why can't Pam drink? <laughs> Excellent. And what then proceeds to happen is just Jim, just the cringiest verbal vomit that he ever has. Uh, Pam can't drink. I didn't. What? I shouldn't have. And he, it's this just slow motion car wreck. Uh, and it's very hard to watch. And, and just when it can't get worse, here comes Michael off the top rope. Hey, what I think they're saying is these two people, they're living together. They're having lots of consensual sex. Mima, they were living together? Yes. Yes, they were living together. And you know what? You can't expect them to be careful every time. And it's it's like Michael explaining sex to Mima in front of everyone um, at this party. It's so cringy. It's so rough. And it's not just what's happening. It's like, again, this one is foreshadowed in the episode of like, hey, whatever we do, don't tell Mima about the pregnancy because like we don't want that to happen. And it's showing a gun in the first act. You know it's going to happen. And it's just, it's an awful way that it went down. Um, it's very long and drawn out. It's very close to being a Michael free cringe moment, but it is inexplicable, like undoubtedly a, a Michael moment involved as well. Michael finds a way to get in there most of the time. Oh yeah. Um, like yeah. <laughs> specifically, specifically, he's like, he's like, you can't, Michael says, you can't expect them to be careful every time because frankly, it's a different sensation. Jim's like Michael. And he's like, am, am I wrong? They'd say it's different. With a man and they a woman. They say it's not different, but it's a different sensation. Um, <laughs> when you use something to block, I think everyone knows what I'm talking about. Um, anyway, it's just rough. It's really rough. Um, and it just sort of ends in a no, – no one wins in that situation. I mean, eventually, then after that, you get um, – <laughs> Get Mima talking about watching Bruno on the TV and then lamenting about the down. <laughs> she's like the downfall. Of it the was country. that horrible man, Charlie Rose. <laughs> and then Michael has that like kind of heartfelt talk about like it's not 1890 anymore. Just he went way back for that. <laughs> oh one. my god! And if it's a boy, Silvio. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, that's. I will take the Niagara toast and uh, fallout from that. 
Um, <laughs> nicely done, sir. Last excellent pick. Fourth pick. Yeah. Last pick. Another one that is so close to being a Michael Free moment, but it's. I think one of the best punctuated cringe moments in the entire show. Uh, this is from Andy's play. Andy's phone going off while he's on stage. Ooh. <laughs> Again, very funny, but very, very cringy. If you think yes. of put yourself in the audience of that play, it yeah. would be one of the most difficult things you could see. Uh, it's how Andy, how that happens and how he handles it. Uh, the phone going off and then punctuated by Michael's wine bottle rolling all the way <laughs> down the theater. And the balloons and popping. The balloon popping. Um, again, it's played for super comedy, but it is extremely cringy. Uh, <laughs> and the fact that Michael looses that wine bottle down uh, involves him in it. So I had to, I had to take that moment. Uh, from Sean, you did theater uh, with me in high school. And uh, you know, <laughs> there's a special, there's a special place for theater mishaps and the uncomfortableness, <laughs> and watching it happen from an audience that is just watching un- so many things happen, it, rapid fire. It's it's <laughs> you're watching through through your hands. It's so hard to deal with. So um, that that will be my final pick. Well done, sir. Thank you. Another Fabulous. one. Um, another one. Another one. Uh, okie dokie. I usually uh, this don't is... enjoy the theater, but this is delightful. <laughs> uh, for my final pick, once again, I'm going on. I'm going with a non-Michael moment. I guess you scoundrel. I I'm just gonna take this moment to just say, like, looking back on these cringe-worthy moments, like the internet would like to direct you to so many. Like you know things that Michael's done and stuff like that, but for whatever you're take reason, the one that I, you're gonna take another one. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I'm gonna take another one. There's plenty more on my list, actually. Um, but uh, these ones, these ones stick out to me as like, ugh, they're just like they make me cringe. And that is Aaron and her foster brother. Uh, uh, oh, Aaron getting like a weird foot rub sniff foot sniff <laughs> from her foster brother um is gross and you feel uncomfortable i think alex is Andy. trying to avoid a spit take <laughs> <laughs> foot rub sniff <laughs> yeah it yeah, was pretty bad it was pretty it's bad. pretty oh. Weird and like, even though it's like they're foster siblings, you're like, ah, I don't know. Yes, it's super weird. He's clearly trying to intimidate Andy. He gives him that knowing look. It's super. Yeah, read. It's a, it's a cr- cringeworthy moment. Yeah. Oh yeah, read. Well, <laughs> I mean, this isn't that like era of the office where we're discovering these unique things about Aaron's past, including. Um, when she was in the hospital and living mm-hmm. in, the, mm-hmm. in the foster homes and things like that. And, like, a lot of that's really sad. Um, but just Andy saying those are some uh, formative years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, wow, 13 to 18. Yeah. <laughs> that, well, and then, that right there, too, just, like, it's like, oh, man, like, it's a dark moment that makes you think about a dark past. <laughs> 
Well, you think too that Andy Andy goes to Aaron's house while she's sick. He's wearing a kilt, which is actually his sister's field hockey skirt. Right. And then the foster brother has him sit in the chair. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I think it's so much worse just because of where Andy is. And, like, he's making yeah. kind of this gesture, yeah. and then all of a sudden he's sitting there in a skirt. You've also, <laughs> like, once in, again, yeah, yeah. Once again, that middle school crush anxiety kicks in, too, where you're mm-hmm. just like, you know that he's there to spend time with her, and now all of a sudden he's witness to this very strange relationship mm-hmm. that these roommates have. It's another, um, yeah, another. Another captive moment for uh, for Andy, for sure. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, then, I mean, at least it, it works out a little bit. And he, oh, no, now I'm going to get sick. You know, like there, right. there's something nice. Yeah. It ends in a nice way. But in that moment when you're there in the living room and Andy is just so uncomfortable um, or yeah. made to feel uncomfortable by Reed, because like, Reed criticizes his outfit. He's, you know, making him mm-hmm. sit in the chair. Like, yeah. Totally. Yeah. He's totally, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. All right, Edwin, it is time for your final pick. Okay, I need to take my non-Michael pick. I thought for sure you were going to take this with uh, with this last one, Sean. Um, but right. I'm going to take Holly thinking that Kevin is mentally challenged. I think that's oh, the... Oh, uh, wow. Um, I hadn't, yeah. That's another one kind of similar to the Tony moment where like I don't really even think about it that much. Um, no. It's really difficult because of the way Kevin's character is portrayed and the fact that Dwight sets up uh, Holly to think this and... The way that Holly, or the way that Kevin thinks that Holly's really interested in him, like it's it's so unfortunate. Just the it's way so it it's out. so embarrassing for everyone too. Yeah, you know it's it's embarrassing Except Dwight for Kevin. Somehow. It's embarrassing. I don't know why Holly didn't immediately be like Dwight. Well, she did. No shame. Oh, she yeah, did, yeah. but he like he yeah plays innocent. Mm, that is, uh, and and she like really goes to bat for Kevin. Like, yeah. Hey, like he, you know, like gets. Yeah, yeah, gets an Angela's like it writes an Angela's He's face. He's doing about a super it. job. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, uh, it's just so uncomfortable. That's a button. Yeah, <laughs> yeah all it, yeah. it's yeah. it's done so well though. It's so I, You drive your own car? I love <laughs> <laughs> That is so cool. Okay, bye. <laughs> um Sean. all right. So how about I'll I'll read our picks and then we'll talk about some honorable oh, mentions. So many. Uh, Alex, you went first. You picked Scott's Tots. I will not be paying for anyone's tuition. Uh, then you picked the merger, pushing Tony up on the table. Then Kevin spills the chili. After that, you had Niagara. Uh, <clears throat> Michael explains sex to Mima. <laughs> <laughs> and Jim's toast as uh, one. And Jim's toast. Uh, and uh, and then you had Andy's play. Andy's cell phone goes off as well as the wine bottle rolling. Yeah. yeah. Um, then I went second. I had Toby touches Pam's leg. Then I had in diversity day, Kelly. Michael makes Kelly slap him. It's mm-hmm. not cringy when Kelly slaps him. That's mm-hmm. great. <laughs> um then uh, Jim picks up Pam at the at Dwight's dojo. Uh, then Cafe Disco, the dance, the cheesy dance party. And finally, I had Aaron and her foster brother, the foot rub sniff. <laughs> um, <laughs> then Edwin went last. Uh, you had dinner party. I'm in hell. <laughs> uh, then you had gay witch hunt, the kiss. 
Diwali, Michael tries to kiss Pam. <laughs> <laughs> Phyllis, Phyllis's wedding, wheelchair plus Mr. and Mrs. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. <laughs> and Mrs. Bob Vance. Uh, and finally, Holly thinks Kevin is mentally challenged. Uh, gentlemen, what was what else was on your list? <laughs> uh, Michael spanks Luke. Yeah, that was on my list. Mm. Um. um and then that's the moment where Dwight, where like they they joke yes. with Andy, and then Dwight actually gets up. Yeah, and tries to begin. I I was really <laughs> close to going to the Diwali well again and just doing Michael's proposal in Diwali. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. very yeah. cringy. Yeah. Um, I man, more non Michael moments. I had uh, Andy breaks up with Jessica after telling her that uh, he's gay. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. And tough to just, watch. Just get out. Uh, Go yeah. away. <laughs> yeah. How about how about Michael firing, fake firing Pam in the pilot? Oh yeah, yeah sure. That one's that's an real tough moment. to watch. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're a jerk. And it's I think yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I mean they tra- they do it again later yep. with the fake fire slash hire. Yeah. Um, <laughs> maybe stop fake firing people. Yeah. 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 And you are yeah. fired. Um, I had fun to bundle just oh, with oh, Edward sure. R. Meow um, and the way that they can get the puppet to look sorry for Michael. <laughs> Incredible. I also have um, when Michael books flights to he's trying to book a flight to go visit Joe in Florida. Oh, God. Says, Honey, you didn't. <sighs> and uh, and she says, enough. Yep. He says, all right, everyone. Try to put a brave face on. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's good. so good. Uh, yeah, and then, uh, sorry, one more real quick. Uh, when Andy in Free Pam- Family Portrait Studio comes in in the jumpsuit and he's acting oh, drunk, yeah. and they're like, "He's like, guys, it's okay. David Wallace gave me my old job back." And they're like, "David Wallace hasn't worked here in years. Yeah. We're your, Andy. We're your friend, Andy. Like yeah, just that, yeah. that moment where yeah. it's spiraling out of control." Andy. Yeah. That's he right. almost loses it, yeah. revenge. Yeah. Um, man, there's actually one that I'm kind of upset now that none of us picked, which is like, once again, just like a cringe moment and that it's just like, ugh, like this is just bad, 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 which is just Clark trying yeah, to get I had that. Uh, Aaron to... Um, Take her clothes off or like, like yeah, undress. It's so... F- yeah, it's so weird. cringe. I mean, I didn't pick it just because it's not even a fun one to talk about. It's so bad. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, I agree. Date Mike showing up. I do up. like <laughs> Date Mike. I do like it, that. It's uh, too funny for me. Yeah, Date exactly. Mike's just too funny. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I not, not just going back to the Clark moment. I do think it's really funny that Andy shows up and accidentally rescues. He's like, Pete, take Aaron to go get a burger yeah. or something. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, let's is, run no. it again, Clark. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's a pretty it's a awful comeuppance. scenario. Um, yeah, Michael yeah. breaking up with Helene. Yeah, uh-huh. it was pretty yep. darn rough. Um, yeah, and then <laughs> everything else I had on my list was said. The last one for me was just Michael's whole date with Margaret, the landlady. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh definitely. Um, yeah. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> why is it so hard for people like us? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's, just, it's pretty tough. And then he accidentally calls Jan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it shows the specific moment the of photo, showing her yeah. the photo of Jan yeah. is really cringy. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, and, oh, Jan's, Jan singing in the uh, Son of a Preacher Man. Oh. Mm-hmm. Very cringy. That's a good one. 
Um, Pam in costume, maybe in that same. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, and I can't even take off my hat. <laughs> I'm a fiddler. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, also, you know what? Uh, again, just a lot of Robert California moments. None of them were big enough mm. to feel like it's just kind of this overwhelming sense of how uncomfortable he makes people. Like I'm, the entire you feel episode the of pressure. Mrs. Mm-hmm. The entire episode of Mrs. California. Yeah, like it's, it's hard to isolate a single moment. Maybe when right. Jim is like trying to escape. Although that's pretty funny. Like yep. there's yeah. a lot of moments like that where Robert is really, really cornered. Andy, no games. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You lying son of a bitch. Yeah. Uh, Specifically when Phyllis and Bob come back from having sex in the bathroom and feed each other food. Uh, Oh, boy. No mushroom. (laughs) That moment. Yes, that's a crazy moment. Sure. Oh, goodness. Oh, sure. Yeah. Peace. Um, Fantastic draft, fellas. Fantastic draft. I know that there's so many more cringe moments, so go ahead. Email us, mspodcastcompany at gmail.com. Let us know which ones we missed. Take a quick break, and we'll meet back up in the conference room. Folks, do you want to wrap up your year with that dream hire? Well, if you do, you need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Don't spend hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills when you can do it all with Indeed. Find top talent fast with Indeed's suite of powerful hiring tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. And do you hate waiting? I know I do. Because Indeed's U.S. data shows that over 80% of Indeed employers find quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job. Take Michael Scott, for instance. The guy has no idea how to hire. He's even worse at firing people. He fakes it all the time. And when he needs to hire someone, he goes to a temp agency and they give him someone like Ryan Howard and look at how he ends up. My God, he could have avoided all of that if he just used Indeed. Because Indeed helps you see your top talent's abilities in a flash by adding any of 135 graded assessment tests to your job posts. Indeed assessments can give you a window into how candidates will be on the job. On average, applicants who scored proficient plus on the reliability assessment were nearly eight times more likely to consistently attend work. According to U.S. Indeed data, no more showing up after 10 o'clock for Ryan Howard because he wouldn't be there in the first place. Indeed knows when you're going your own business, you have to make every dollar count That's why with Indeed, you only pay for quality applications that match your must-have job requirements. You need to hire? You need Indeed. Visit Indeed.com slash Scott to start hiring now. Just go to Indeed.com slash Scott. That's Indeed.com slash Scott. Terms and conditions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. In the conference room this week, I wanted to bring up something that happened very recently, which is Ellie Kemper, our own Aaron uh, Hannon running the New York City Marathon. It was really fun to see her in the clips that came out after the marathon. I'm sure a lot of our listeners follow the account New York Nico, who posts a lot of uh, great things around New York. And that was a really fun thing to see is just Ellie Kemper uh, crossing the finish line and just kind of seeing her beaming um, at the at the end of having accomplished that. Um, so one thing I wanted to mention, and it made me kind of think like, now that there's been some time between the office going off the air, what are the other moments where we see the actors kind of be themselves in mm. ways that remind them maybe of the character? Or like, what are your favorite moments of seeing um, the office staff mm. uh, outside of the office? Mm. Um, first of all, I just want to say too, it's interesting that Aaron wasn't on the show during Fun Run, uh, <laughs> season four, episode one. Uh, mm. Perhaps she would have beat Toby. Um, but uh, there is a... I think it's a family feud clip of Meredith, Kate Flannery, Flannery, Flannery. and uh, and uh, Brian Baumgartner, and maybe it's, I think it's Oscar, maybe it's Creed. Like, they're all a team on Family Feud. Have you ever seen seen this? this? No. It's a fun Mm -hmm. watch. It's a very fun watch. Yeah. They, They just, like, one... One night they went up against, I think they went up against like the, um, <laughs> what's like the Hercules or like the American Gladiator show, I think is what it's called. American Gladiators. That show it, went off the air a long time ago. Well, I think it was, I think it had a reboot. <laughs> it did have a reboot. For, yeah. It had a In reboot. In like 2006? Uh huh. Oh, okay. And Actually, so, you know what? And so they went up against the American Gladiator cast. I loved that American Gladiators reboot in 2006. Hilarious. <laughs> Amazing. There is, well, then there you was got one, it. This clip was made for This you. is made for me. There was one where there was a challenge where, like, the one of the contestants had to hang from these bars and try to get across, like, it, almost like using the monkey bars, like, going across the... Mm-hmm. This like over this pit. While there was another American gladiator on the side who was trying to get to them and knock them off, and his name was Wolf. <laughs> and he said he had a quote that was like, "I smell fear, I smell blood, and I'm gonna eat you." <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> I haven't thought about that in a long time. <laughs> okay, all right, that's good. The one that comes to mind for me is uh, Steve Carell giving. The toast for uh, or a speech at John Stewart's induction to the or getting the Mark Twain Prize for Humor. Oh yeah! Oh, wow. Um, talking about their time on the Daily Show. If you haven't seen that, that's hilarious and really really funny. And Steve Carell, I mean, obviously is um, we all know how funny he is his comedic chops, but to see him kind of delivering a funny speech like that in a Daily Show esque sort of public speaking as himself. Uh, moment is something that we just don't get to see a lot of anymore, especially with his more. I mean, he does a lot of more dramatic roles. He does Despicable Me. He doesn't do um, as many comedic roles as he did earlier in his career. So it was fun to see. Uh, and I think you can find it on YouTube. I think uh, I might go with with Kate Flannery, uh, who's on season twenty eight of Dancing with the Stars. Uh, not that oh. I watched all this, but I do just. Nice. 
love. It just feels like a Meredith thing where she'd just be like, let's do it. Like she would, she would just sign up and get <laughs> on that show. Um, you know, she finished top 10. I think she finished seventh. Um, awesome. Uh, you know, which I, I don't know too much about that show, but that's just got a lot of Meredith energy to me. And I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, similarly, I feel like just not one specific thing, but overall, Leslie David Baker's just general vibe feels a lot like Stanley. A lot of his Instagram is him in the backyard in a Hawaiian shirt with like a drink, just doing something and just kind of <laughs> living Stanley. like Stanley. Like, I just think he's like Florida Stanley, Florida Stanley. And it, mm-hmm. it feels like him and a few others, but he specifically feels very comfortable with his legacy. If it's just like, I'm Stanley. I love it. That's who I am. And I got a great life. That's just kind of his, his vibe. So big, big, there was that, that Kickstarter for alter, alter, uncle Stan. Yeah, Do you remember, I remember that? that? Yeah. I don't know if anything ever can't imagine mm-hmm. anything ever happened. Yeah. That, but I know what you mean. He's, he's leaned into his persona. A yeah. Little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, cool. Um, well, I think at this point we should wrap as uh, a little context for our listeners. Um, we were going early in the morning for me here and later in the evening for these guys in Portland. Um, so on my uh, jet lag time, to, it's, uh, it's 4 a.m. for me pretty much. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> dying oh, here. Oh boy. Your boy well, needs to get to work. <clears throat> yeah, you do. Well, yeah. Before I get into, uh, the, the end credits here, I do want to say shout out to a few members of our Facebook fan group, which is just is so strange to me. It is awesome. But amazing. Um, to meet Ryan and Taylor, who made a podcast about our podcast. Um, <laughs> amazing. I don't know if it's going beyond just the one episode. Uh, they drafted our draft episodes. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, uh, that's incredible. I listened to it, and it was just a trip, man. I, You guys are very kind we're, we're honored thank you very much so uh i wish i bet if, they wish they could have drafted this episode <laughs> they look they they made a like a parody of the theme song <laughs> it's it's so it's so in-depth so thank I you to it. you guys very much um <laughs> anyways if you uh, would like to reach out to us. Uh, one way you can get a hold of us is give us a call, 503 694 9314. Call and leave us a message. We love to play them on the show. Um, another great way to get a hold of us is email us, mspodcastcompany at gmail.com. We're on Facebook and Instagram. We have a website, michaelscottpod.com. And we're on Patreon, patreon.com slash Michael Scott. Become a Scott's Tot. Uh, become a Scott's Tot for five bucks a month. Uh, We'll we'll have a bonus mailbag episode every month. You have ad free main feed episodes uh, and some other bonus material as well. Uh, a portion of those funds are donated to the Thurgood Marshall College Fund. So very special thanks to our patrons who support the show. Uh, we love you guys so much. Uh, special thanks to Ryan Lloyd who designs our artwork. Uh, and this episode was recorded over video chat. Thank you for listening. Thank you for hanging out with us while we draft cringe, uh, cringe office moments and talk about the show again and again. Um, it's a joy to do every week, and you guys make it all possible. So um, thank you for allowing us to continue to do this. Um, it, it really means the world to us. So um, just always know that. Uh, 
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, take care. Stay safe. We'll see you next week. Pippity poppy, give me the Zabadek. Yes, yes, sir. sir. Hey, 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 Mr. Scott, what you gonna do? What you gonna do? Make a dream come true. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.